Positive heads out there, thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life? Well, that's another. Which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. To help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the one who will be here with you each and every Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness change maker that is also out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can hear me discussing topics such as my favorite thought-provoking quotes, reading and discussing wisdom from empowering books, playing clips from various inspirational spiritual teachers, sharing a bit of mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and essentially digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you into positive vibrations on a consistent basis. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back to another episode of the Positive Head Podcast. Here we go again. So happy to be here with you all. Have a very um, interesting, somewhat uh, touchy subject uh, to touch upon today. Touchy subject to touch upon. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Oh man, I'm so glad I have myself to laugh laugh at myself with (laughs) hopefully someone out there at least chuckled um (laughs) let's see before i dig into today's topic uh, i would like to read a review this is by april ann m uh on itunes and the title is i love you so 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 much i I love that title, obviously coming from the intro song there by Sean Wasabi. It's called Spicy Boyfriend, by the way, for those of you who want to ever find it. I get a lot of people who comment how much they love it. It is. It's a, it's such a high vibe. I, you can't hear that song and not feel good, right? So thank you, Sean Wasabi, for making such high vibe music and uh, helping to set the tone when we start the show here. But uh, anyway, getting into this review, this is April, and April said, I stumbled upon this podcast exactly when I needed it. The message of it all makes so much sense to me and just seems so right. It just clicked all at once. I love the interviews. Brandon asks all the right questions and knows exactly when to go down the rabbit hole. The quotes and messages are just amazing, and I love the songs at the end. Thank you, Brandon, for everything that you do. Oh, thank you, April, for taking the time to complete the circle of love uh, I'm putting out into the world by uh, giving me some feedback, and I'm so glad that it is making a difference for you, and it's clicking all at once. Isn't it a beautiful thing how, uh, you know, when the... Student is ready, the teacher appears, just like when the teacher is ready, the student appears. We're all, I would say we're all students first and teachers second, but we're, we're at all. And as you put anything out there 
you know, authentically with, you know, pure intent as I'm doing with the show, it inevitably is going to just find, it's like an arrow that's going to find its mark. It's going to find the people, you know, who, uh, who are meant to hear it. It's like, uh, yesterday's review. She's, uh, Deanne, I believe was her name. She says, I don't even remember where I stumbled upon this. I don't remember subscribing. I just know I was meant to find it. And that's exactly what's going on with all of us. And as we share it with other people, as we share, you know, our own insights as, I mean, what a, what a phenomenal thing, right? As I learn something in real time, uh, I then turn around and talk about it, which then passes that knowledge in some way, uh, on to you, or you learn through maybe a mistake that I made or whatever. Whatever's happening, you know, it's just such a fascinating thing when you think how information can spread these days with uh, the internet and what does that mean for uh, the planet? It, it's got to be a good thing, right? We're the Imaginel cells coming together, as I talked about uh, in the butterfly episode. All of us waking up as we wake up and realizing that it's all extensions of self everywhere we go. And uh, you can't help but attract, you know, so we so worry a lot of times about finding the right partner or mate or, you know, friend or any of those things. That's a concern for a lot of people. And the concern's really what's keeping it at bay because you, if you just just are relaxing into uh, your vibration, where you're at, what you're emanating. It, it's going to come to you. It's going to flow to you. It's going to, uh, it can't help. It's, it's, it's science, right? It's energy. It's uh, like Nikola Tesla said, if you want to understand the universe, think in terms of frequency, vibration, energy, it is what, you know, what you're emanating, you're going to attract, like attract like. And uh, so it's such a beautiful thing that we're all here doing and sharing and connecting. And uh, so, yeah, if you guys haven't reviewed on iTunes, please take the time to do so. It helps us to reach new like-minded people who are meant to hear it. And uh, in that way, we're all co-creating this show, right? And uh, speaking of co-creating the show, your questions also, please write in. I love, love, love getting questions from you guys. It, uh, it is a way for you to participate and to help you know, sort of mold where the show should go on a particular day. And uh, you can you can write in through positivehead.com, Brandon at positivehead.com. You can uh, also join the Facebook group, Positive Heads with an S on the end. Um, you will find a lot of amazing soul family there connecting, sharing, pondering, uh, leaving questions. And uh, as I skim through it, uh, sometimes things will jump out at me and that's what I'll end up talking about. I'll end up addressing a question or, or conversation uh, that's happening on the page, which is actually what I'm going to do today. So uh, to, to jump right into that, there was a comment made by Robert on uh, the page a few days ago on the Facebook group. And Robert said, in episode 405, Brandon talks about meeting a girl who had just had a full-blown integration with her higher self. Does the term girl rub anyone else the wrong way here? I hope this was a young woman and not a girl wandering in this festival talking to people. How sensitive to word usage and the power with these words are all of you? First off, let me just say that I fully appreciate the fact that this question, uh, this, if, if anyone's going to be rubbed the wrong way, I just like the idea that there, it was actually a, a guy, a man. <laughs> I want to say guy. That was my first I- initial reaction. We can determine. We'll talk a little bit about whether that's appropriate or not. Uh, but that a man would actually post uh, this and is concerned about it, uh, you know, 
in general, right? Because at some point in our history, you we know for a fact there was there were no men out there too concerned about uh, talking down to uh, a woman or girl or what have you, because it's. Um, you know, it's it's something that I think is really the root of this whole question, right? There's been a lot of obviously suppression uh, that's happened uh, it, it, through history that we need to be sensitive of, and so I love the fact that this question was put out there. There's a lot of response to it uh, in the in the thread, and so I was just kind of uh, reading through it and trying to really, you know. M- assess how, how do I feel about this topic and there's a lot of you know different viewpoints some people were saying hey I you know uh, I, I am a girl I don't mind being called a girl it's just a thing it's, it's the same as guy right and you know what is is it appropriate when is it appropriate someone else said you know well if and I'm actually gonna play a, a little video here that someone shared uh, Erica shared in the thread um, that uh, talks about it a little bit but uh, yeah, for me, I, you know, I think the most important thing, yes, abracadabra, as we speak, we create, we need to be really careful with our language and words. And what is most important behind any of it, it, it was what is the intention behind it? So you got to really dig deeper. So, you know, I, it got me really thinking about my own internal stuff, right? I walked in last night to see uh, my mother. And the first thing out of her mouth is, there's my boy. I mean, my mother still talks to me like I'm her little boy, right? I have, uh, if, I'm, if I really examine myself, and you guys have heard me talk about this before, you know, one of my most profound experiences was a channeling where, uh, you know, or someone's like having convulsions in front of me and he's channeling information to me. And, you know, what, what was said was, you know, you're the soul of the eternal child, of the eternal boy, you know, and kind of, and I, I really relate to that uh, idea, that concept. I feel, uh, you know, childlike in so many ways, right? So, is it my own internal? Sometimes I think of the word woman uh, and it, you know, I don't use it that much. And is it derogatory? Absolutely not. But I think even more so if I'm, if I'm really examining it, which this has caused me to do, it has to do with my own uh, issues of, uh, of uh, maybe even uh, struggle against adulthood in a sense. I feel very youthful. Uh, I look, you know, I had someone the other day, I was born in the 70s. I had someone the other day say, wow, you weren't born in the 90s, right? You found the fountain of youth. Well, I, I, it's part of that. So all of that is a good thing, right? So I think you get sort of the pros and cons with this sort of energy. And uh, and, and I don't know that it's, it's a con. I think the most important thing is what is the intention behind it? If it's causing someone to feel uncomfortable, absolutely address it. Um you know, when we get really hung up, you know, more important than anything, I would say is, is not being offended, <laughs> choosing to, you know, it's never personal, right? Uh, and, you know, we can look at, there's so many different angles to look at this. So this one was really a lot for me to try and even articulate now and figure out exactly what is the angle because there's, Robert made great points. There were really great points made in this thread. So I'm not saying, I'm not saying it was good or bad. I know it was well-intended, and I know it shines a light on maybe things within myself that I should examine deeper. Uh, You know, then I think of the, you know, the, the, the quote, the Bible quote, Jesus, lest she become like a child, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven. And uh, so, if you're comparing someone to a child, you know, I think of being, where did this happen in context? I was at a festival. What did I hear 
a, a, a father explaining to his 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 daughter, his girl, <laughs> uh, at the festival. Oh, this is like Disneyland for adults. It, it's it's play where everyone is playing like children at these events. So, where do you draw the line in these things? I think the most important thing is, you know. What is the energy behind someone and someone's intention and what they're saying? I think uh, everyone will agree my intention was not to demean or, uh, you know, look down on this person or to act like they were less because they were female in any way, shape or form. Um, Absolutely not. But if in some way uh, it is it is creating that feeling in someone else and, and then I become aware of it. You know, uh, maybe it is something that I need to change. Like, you know, Robert posted uh, a Mary Angelou uh, quote that says, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. Well, uh, you know, and of course, this is the question. Is it better? Is it worse? Um, There's many ways to look at this. All I know is I respect women. I respect even children, I always say it all the time, children, we have so much to learn from them. They're, they're just souls that got here earlier than us. So, you know, or more recently than us, rather. So, and oftentimes the children coming in, they're more evolved than us. I mean, I look at some of these girls or boys and say, wow, like you are so wise. Your energy is so profound. Teach me. What, what can I learn from you? And um, obviously, there's so much charged in his energy and history going into this topic. So it's a lot to dissect. One of the um, one of the uh, you know post was by as I mentioned, Erica posted a YouTube video. Uh, Mayam Bialik. I'm probably butchering that woman's name <laughs> and um let's see why what she says about it's uh, why language matters it was on her youtube page it's girl versus women woman take a listen i'm gonna be annoying right now because i want to talk about something that a lot of people don't want to talk about i was recently at a bar with two guy friends who are about 40 and one of them said to the other oh my god dude look at that girl sitting at the bar she's beautiful And I start looking around, wondering why they would let a child into the bar. Then I realized that when he said girl, he meant woman. But since she's in that super narrow age range between five years old and 55 years old, we just don't know what to call her. So we call her a girl. Sorry, folks, I have to do this. We have to stop calling women girls. Why? Because it matters what we call people. Language matters, words have meaning. And the way we use words changes the way we frame things in our mind. Google Sapper Wharf, if you don't believe me. It's science. So when we use words to describe adult women that are typically used to describe children, it changes the way we view women, even unconsciously, so that we don't equate them with adult men. In fact, it implies that they're inferior to men. Even if that's not what most people intend, Words have an impact on our unconscious. Case in point, you would never say to someone, go ask that boy behind the bank counter if the notary's here today. We never call men boys because it's demeaning and emasculating. And are there women who don't mind being seen as diminutive because they think that men should be in charge and that they should be tender and delicate? Of course, and there are all kinds of men and women, and I promise that's okay. But to these women, I would say the following. There is a thing that happens when we grow up in the kind of male-centered culture that we live in. We start to believe that the way things are is the way they have to be. 
we start taking on the biases and judgments of women, which have been in place since an historical time when women weren't respected or even allowed into the public sphere. The terms we're using for women are outdated and insensitive, and they assume a structure of power where men are on the top and women are on the bottom. And in certain eras and in certain parts of this country and the world, this kind of thinking has persisted for far longer than it should have. And we know better now. It's up to us to change this narrative. To those of you who call women girls, I say this. I know your intentions are probably good, but I hope you can learn to see the unintended and negative impact your words can have. And if you're feeling confused about whether or not to call someone a girl, let me help you out. Here's how it goes. Decide if the human being in front of you is in fact a girl. Indications that she may in fact be a woman are a high school diploma, a job, a car she pays insurance on, a mortgage, a home she calls her own, or a 401k. Girls tend to be under the age of 18 and typically live with their parents. Being a mom is usually a very strong indication that someone is in fact a woman. And the thing we need to start doing as women, and for those of you out there who may not be women, but who know and love women, is to consistently, gently, kindly, and politely correct people when they call women girls. I've found a few ways to do this that only make people hate me after I walk away. To my face, they seem pretty receptive to it. When someone refers to someone as a girl and I know she's a woman, I'll say so. I'll sometimes say things like, she's got a full-time job and 150 people on payroll. I'm pretty sure she's a woman. And I'll smile. Because you get more flies with honey. Or if someone says to me, your publicist is such a great girl. I'll say, she's the COO. That makes her a woman. And who knows, maybe if we start using language that elevates women and doesn't equate them with sweet, small, cuddly, tender things, we'll start treating them as more than that as well. Language sets expectations. Let's set ourselves up to have women behave like mature, responsible women. In this way, we encourage women to keep being the complicated, wonderful, unique, gifted beings that they are. Thanks for watching. Subscribe to my channel. So, you know, she kind of lays down the rules here of, from her perspective of what differentiates a woman versus a girl. And, you know, all of it makes a lot of logical sense. Uh, you know, the only big takeaway I can take from all of this, I, I don't know if I have this clear answer of uh, what is, is there a definitive answer? I don't know. I don't know that, I don't know that there is because it's like, I say, guy i say boy i say I, you say them all they're just and and honestly the most important thing is is it causes me to examine what is my own relationship with women with you know uh, having do i have I, I i know if i'm being honest there's some some level of issue that i have with adulthood versus staying youth-like and in, in, in childlike and i embrace that it's like erica said on this particular thread she likes being called a girl it's it's like saying uh you know i'm youthful still I like being called a boy. So what is the person on the other end like? What, what, you know, I think being very aware of what, um, what is, what feels right, what feels in the flow. If I, I should ever call someone a girl and they, and they don't like that, then, um, you know, I think of a woman, if they don't like it, then I should probably not do it. you know, my, my aim is to bring as much, uh, peace and joy and, you know, uh, comfortable energy as possible to any given situation. Um, so, 
you know, but more important than anything is looking at ourselves and, and are we using this as an opportunity to be offended, right? Um, there's so many different slangs and ways to say things. And, you know, uh, I think of being in a casino a while back and you can say every word but the F word. And it's like, well, wh- why do you draw the line? Like, what it's, you know, and, and so... Most importantly, I think, is using it to examine yourself. This certainly has caused me to examine myself. So if there are any women out there that were offended by my usage of girl, I'm certainly more aware of it now. Honestly, it's not something I really even have thought of. And it certainly isn't coming. I mean, women are, to me, the most amazing creatures on this planet. Like, uh, if anything, men should be offended because I believe we're just like, I don't know, I'm way less uh, fascinated with masculine energy than feminine energy. And, you know, women are just absolutely incredible. I have so much love and respect for my mother for, you know, past uh, partners that I've had. And so uh, certainly never meaning any offense, but this is this is definitely one that I think gets to the root of things that are uh, deep down and there's a lot of trauma in the past from men uh, looking down. It's like, uh, it, it, it's almost in a sense like with, um, you know, you look back in the history of slavery and the white man calling the black man boy, you know, uh, even more obviously uh, charged there in, in, in a derogatory intent, right? Uh, and so what is the intent? If, if the intent is pure, I, I'd like to think I'm at a point where I can see, see that and, and not choose, um, choose, uh, take an opportunity to be offended just because of the way the, the iteration, the iteration that's coming out of the person's mouth. It's just sounds at the end of the, at the end of the day, right? Um, the intention is really the most important thing, but this is such a good thing to ponder. And I'm so grateful, uh, for this post. And, you know, like I said, I, I don't know if I, on this one, I have this clear cut answer for any of you. I'm just kind of throwing out everything <laughs> that, uh, that comes to mind, uh, in regards to how many different ways can we look at this? And at the end of the day, you know, obviously we need to uh, take a listen uh, or, you know, look within ourselves and see what it means to us. And if it, if it feels derogatory to you, definitely don't use it. I know for me, I'll be more conscious of it uh, from this point forward. So ah, thank you guys. Looks like we're out of imaginary time for this episode. We will be back until next time. I have a beautiful song to leave you with. It's called The Woman by John Lennon. Woman, I know you understand the little child inside the man. Woman, please let me explain. I never meant to cause you sorrow or pain. So let me tell you again and again and again. I love you now and forever.